Welcome everybody to the very first episode of It's a Podcast. Um, today I'm joined by my one and only co-host, the one and only Andy. Hi. <laughs> he sounds like a child, but I promise you he's he's something worse. Um, this is the very first podcast from us. We've we've tried this in the past uh, in many different kind of styles and ways, but we're trying to do this with a audio only version because majority of podcasts are always listened on the go so this is going to be on your platforms like youtube uh, spotify soundcloud and also if i'm figured out how to do it also on the apple platforms and google play platforms you know i'm going full-on crazy with this and so for people that don't know who we are just in case you randomly stumble across across this uh podcast in your uh, favorite section between sex and gaming genres <laughs> we are a duo of entertainment my name is rap and i'm from south africa originally but i've been living in switzerland since 2001 that's the most interesting about me i've been doing youtube since 2008 been streaming since 2012 and i've been majority ma- the most of the time i spend on twitch uh twitch sorry about that um i'm slightly nervous i'm kind of shy i don't know why it's the first time i've ever been this shy to create content for people and uh this is my co-host who used to be one of my biggest fans Lord. who stalked me <laughs> I, I don't know if and you should introduce uh, me like that <laughs> well, it is the truth you did stalk me and try to gain i'll give a clarification to <laughs> try to gain access to my uh skype calls and oh, can i have your skype contact i really want to talk to you <laughs> and uh ever since then we've uh we've bonded over some very interesting conversations and i always felt like every single white friends two male white friends feel like it why are you bringing the race into this because it's 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 like a meme at this point in time like two white guys friends i want to be what i want to be explicitly clear i do not think of myself as the typical white guy i happen to be white (laughs) but i don't think of myself as the typical (laughs) white guy it's just, it just, it's like, like I, I, I do, I do come across people who are like the typical white person, but like, <laughs> I, I don't think either of us fit that category. No, I don't think either. So I don't think so. But just if I find it funny that I was like, I was, oh, I want to make a podcast with Andy, and that's like, every single white guy has a, he's like a good friend, and they think, oh, our opinion about movies or culture or games holds so much value that someone has to spend time and listen to our voices, you know. It's it's a funny idea. Like I think college humor made a little skit about that, but we'll get it later to talk about. Well, I want you to introduce yourself a little bit, also, Andy. Okay, hogging the mic here. Hell yeah, absolutely, yeah. man. Hi, yeah. I'm uh, I'm Andy. I've uh, been making content on and off, though I've had quite the hiatus, um, specifically lately. Uh, <laughs> by lately, I mean probably the past five, six, bleh, maybe seven years. Not really made a whole bunch. Um, so let's start from the beginning. I started um, making content from 2010 to 2012, I think. Uh, mostly gaming content around about that time. And then 2013 mm. to 2015, roughly, I was making creepypasta narration content. And then I took a bit of a hiatus from all the YouTube stuff for a couple of years. And then I was involved in this guy's um, live streams from... 2018 or 2019 maybe 2018 2018 yeah. you 2018, kind of returned 
2018 and 2019. Then I've been kind of just doing my own thing in the real world uh, from 2020 and onward, but I do have aspirations to get back into content creation. Though, again, doing something completely different, um, but at the same time, at some point, I would like to get back into entertainment, creative sort of uh, stuff again. Certainly be involved in Rapscallion's uh, streams. Um, yeah. Yeah, goofing off. Oh, well, it's like an easy job going on your streams, honestly. <laughs> it is, actually. It is, actually. Um, it's a really, like, I want to I touch upon that, because actually, you have, like, the most wide, what would you call it, pl- platter of, like, content out there. That I've ever seen from somebody else. Like you went from like doing let's plays to speedrun commentaries. I did not for do for a while. I, uh, no, I no, didn't. Not, not, not speedruns, but like you you commentated on people's videos or something like that. Or like you did co-hosted like a charity live stream. Yeah, I did that for a little bit, um, but that was that was quite short lived. That was um, I did like a couple events of that many years ago. Yeah. Like for charity and stuff, that was like the four forgotten fangs, and I, I don't know if anyone. No, that, 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 that was, no, you, you're getting mixed up. That, that uh, it may have been around that era, but it wasn't with the uh, those guys. It was with a totally different. That's, that's like one of the things I remember seeing you. Like you were in that like a very long ass live stream. Yeah, but um, that w- that wasn't uh, four forgotten fangs related. That was uh, with a, a whole different other crowd. Though there was a couple of people that crossed over with um, those two groups. Okay. Also, we're gonna try to keep the uh, explicitis explicities to a lim- minimalist minimal. What, what minimalist? do you mean? You mean swearing or? Yeah, swearing. We're gonna try to keep swearing off the platform so we can get verified by Spotify. Okay. I don't. I don't. Maybe, think maybe, I maybe, maybe, like, maybe we can beat up Joe Rogan. <laughs> I don't think I said any bad words. No, I, I'm talking. That's more directed to myself. I'm, I'm a person that likes to swear a lot. Apparently. Stop that. I don't know. I don't know why, but back to you, like. So Andy went into originally his original online name was Savian. Oh yeah, I've missed out on the names. Yeah. Yeah, you forgot about the names. My name's always been Rapskiller. That's a lie. <laughs> I was actually originally I was called. I'm embarrassed about this, but my first online persona name was called Salty South. Right. And it's because uh, I'm so from I'm from South Africa, and uh, if you don't know about, uh, you must. I, mean, I think you must have seen the film Salty, right? No, I don't think so. Oh, it's a really good film. I recommend it. It's about like uh, uh, street criminals from South Africa. Mm-hmm. And if you're a street criminal in South Africa, they call you Tsotsi. It's like a little it's like slang word for criminal, for small criminal. And um, being the person with identi- with an identity, identist, identity crisis about where I come from, I was like, wait, I, I can make myself seem so South African by calling myself Tsotsi South. Right. Because <laughs> I'm from South Africa and I'm a little tootsie, even though I was never a criminal. I was never really a criminal person. Mm. I never, never. The worst thing I'd done was stole a, steal a Red Bull from a convenience store. Like, ooh. Ooh. <laughs> I went back and I paid for that Red Bull, by the way. Oh, sure you did. For legal, re- <laughs> legal reasons. But, um, so yeah, like, the, my, my first online persona name was, like, Tootsie Styles. And then I went into, from that, I went to Upgaming Info. And now to Rapskillian. But um, back to what Andy like. I want to focus a little bit on Andy here because like Andy is a really interesting person. I want to introduce you guys to. So he went from like Savian to Andy, and then he did the channel called Andy Does Voiceovers. Yeah. And then he made Andy Does Voiceover. Yeah, I went from Savian, <laughs> then I jumped channels to Creepy Pasta Savy. Then I renamed that oh. channel to Andy Does Voiceover. 
and then I abandoned that channel, went back to my gaming channel with content for a very short time, but never really mm. did anything on there. But I renamed that channel to Andy Does Voice Over. It's a big mess. Uh, I don't even really like that name now. Um, but I plan to make a new channel uh, sometime in the oh. summer uh, okay. where I'm making all this new content with a brand new um, username, um, oh, which I'm quite really proud nice. of this, this this new name. Um, might reveal that later on in the future podcast Ooh. episodes. Yeah. And I just want to quickly remind everybody that this podcast is obviously uh, early access for Patreons over at my Patreon, which is patreon.com forward slash rapskillion. That's with one L, not two L's. Don't you dare bring the double L's in my house. If you can pledge from $1 to $3 to $50, whatever, uh, you gain access to early viewings or listenings to the podcast. And also future podcasts will be streamed live to only Patreon so you guys can enjoy that. But uh keeps the house lights on and keeps everything going thank you guys for your support but that's a very bad plug <laughs> no, I, th- I think uh b plus for effort b- it's my first ever um trying to plug a, a patreon mm-hmm. b-, b plus is and be better next time <laughs> be better next time wait till you hear my fierce pc plug it's gonna be amazing <laughs> but um so yeah like Creepy pastas. That was really. I think you thrived, thrived well. Like, do you think ever think you're gonna go back to that? Um, Personally, or do you mm, think you're, just, you're done with that? Like, you're done with that creatively. Uh no, I don't. I don't think so entirely. Like, I had an idea uh, a couple of years ago, and I mentioned it some a few times to you on stream and maybe off stream about mm-hmm. doing my own thing that was sort of creepy pasta inspired, but it was more of a horror comedy and a bunch of other components um, audio production. Okay. Um, I still want to do that idea at some point, and the idea of making like very well produced audio content like that, I would like to try to go do that again, um, in some capacity because um, I, I feel like there's something there. I never peaked um, with my ch- uh, channel with that kind of content. I only made like fifty videos, and that's I could do a lot better um, with yeah, a bit more. Yeah, but you made you made views, my friend. Yeah, I did uh, good for a short period of time, and especially for. Like, the time period. Like, I only went up to, like, 2,500 subscribers. But that was a lot of subscribers at that time. And it was also... Yeah. I did that in, like, a couple of months. So it was, it was yeah, a very, very fast short channel. span. Yeah. It's a very short span. I feel like you, when you started doing uh, creepypastas, like, it was starting to, like, die down. The whole trend. Um, I felt like creepypastas was, like, this thing that just blew up. And then f- it fizzled out at the end. And it just became i don't know the exact timeline but i was i would say i was definitely quite a early adopter in terms of the narrations and because people a lot of people didn't really peak for some years after i don't exactly know the time frame because like i said i kind of was out at 2015 um there's still a lot of people doing it now however the problem with it the the content creation now is it's very um hustle and and quantity oriented at least yeah, I feel like qual- quality is falling. But I, I don't know about the, I don't know about the quality part, but like definitely you have to grind down a lot of content, and I, I I've never been about that. That that's a bit daunting on me. I would rather you know, it, it, it's you know, I would do like a ten minute video, roughly speaking, uh, a week, yeah. and that seemed like an adequate amount of time. You know, well, I have like other stuff going on, other focuses. Yeah, obviously. Um, but the idea of putting out like an hour's worth of content in a week in terms of that kind of stuff it seems that that would be a bit challenging for for like well, the kind of well stuff these, that I want well to do with 
well, some of these guys are doing like full time, so it's like it's mm-hmm. a daily daily grind. Like, <clears throat> there's one YouTube channel I found recently because I was watching like I like listening to S- SCP videos because I find like the whole SCP universe super fucking interesting. Oh, damn it! <laughs> like super really interesting because there it's so open with its lore, right? Right. And um. This is one channel that does animations. He animates the SCP storylines. Mm-hmm. It's not like super high quality animation, but it's like drawings and he makes visual. There's some visual entertainment to it. So that that's like I found like that kind of cool. I think that guy st- is still getting like good amount of views compared to what other channels are. I think the most successful creepypasta YouTuber out there, correct me if you're wrong, is some ordinary gamer. I don't think so like he like i'm again i'm not that into the loop with it all but i don't know how active he was with it Um, oh he was he was he was known for his uh like droll uh present like he when he gave you creepypasta it was in such a non expressive way he's like very it's like he was reading you a, a phone book Right, and some people like really found that entertaining. I found it like it had some, it had a weird charm to it. It's just like reading up the page, like oh, that's scary. <laughs> and now what he does, he does like a bunch of like um, deep web videos or virus videos or Linux videos or stuff, like, he, or like talks about YouTube dramas and stuff like that. He's an entertaining person. Muda, if you ever want to be on the podcast, you you're very much welcome. <laughs> I have Andy. I have royalty also here. But um, uh, he he wasn't a, a no name in the community, but there there were definitely more popular people and people that were making a lot more substantial amount of content. Um, yeah. About. But in a sense, of people that branched out and were able to escape that whole, you know, like shoehorn. Is that the word mm. shoe shoehorn? Is that the right word? Maybe. I feel like I have this issue when it comes to like um, words and you know terminologies. Right. I don't use the right ones, and no one has corrected me for so many years. So I sound like an idiot sometimes. Hello, you there? I feel like you guys just purposely let me be an idiot. Sorry, you caught me there for a little bit. Uh, you purposely let me be an idiot. Um. <laughs> Like I, I would say I like something like I use a term or like a terminology or something like that. You just like yeah, whatever. It's just Rob Skillings. Let him be. No, I don't believe that. <laughs> no, I, you can't like nitpick pick people apart like that all the time. So I let things oh. slide like you should. Yeah. Like a normal, reasonable human being. Well, if if you saw something or you heard something I said, if a kid, if a it. child does something wrong. Right, you don't like tell them at every moment because they're a child. Oh, they're you get do. You have to make sure that kid knows every single mistake he has made for the last ten minutes, the last three hours, the last five days. Jump forward fifteen years. <laughs> <laughs> he wakes up like ten years later, and he's like, "You left the milk out ten years ago. That was a mistake. That was a mistake. Why'd you do that?" I'm trying to be trying to be nice here, but. Um, yeah, so, I'm trying to find a good way to segue into what the topic I wanted to cover. Mm-hmm. Like, I wanted to get your opinion on this. So, like, the reason why I talked about Andy a lot is because Andy has this wide spectrum of, you know, talents. 
and thought patterns. Like this is what I like about Andy. He can, when you give him something, he can go really either stonewall. He he'll give you the most simple answers, which is super infuriating. And sometimes you talk to him about something, and then he gets super into it, and it's super entertaining. So I wrote down some notes, and let's see what what sticks. Sometimes simple answers should suffice. Yeah, but you know when you're trying to make content. Um, like this is <laughs> so <laughs> before oh yeah. we get into the topics. Uh, Andy has been for the majority of the time. He was one of those YouTubers and online personalities that never showed his face, right? Yeah. So he was so used to not being visually there, just audibly there, that he has some certain like um, ticks and things that he does with his face. Like when, like when you say something, he he thinks that nobody can see him. So when you when I talk to him privately on a webcam call, he does it to me, and he thinks I don't notice it. And I'm like, you fucking asshole! <laughs> so you pull your face. <laughs> you, you never call me. Yeah, I, I did. Uh, okay, so so two things. Um, you never call me out on that privately. I never noticed that. Um, but also, <laughs> I I noticed you were very eager to call me out on that. That one time I decided to show my uh, face. I think it was like a, a month or two ago, month and a half ago. Yeah. Um, they finally showed his face. To, like, look, look, anime the face. That meant that <laughs> means he he um he he, he was thinking things. <laughs> it's just it, it it's something that I had to be dealing. With, uh, I had to deal with for such a long time, and it, it it felt a great time to publicly shame you for it. Right. Okay. See that you publicly shame a person, and that person will learn from it's it. It's not. It's not going to get far. <laughs> so okay. So the topics I want to get into is first of all, have you been? Have you heard about the UFOs being declassified? Um, something like that. I haven't properly looked into it yet. Um, I saw Russell Brand post a video about it, but like, I don't know. I like Russell Brand, find him interesting, agree with him on a lot of stuff, but he waffles on a lot of the time. So, and like I, I don't have know. To Google that now because I forgot who Russell Brand is. Uh, he's like a like a brand name British comedian who's very much involved in um, politics and oh. sort of activism on like public platform. He's more of a YouTuber now, uh, or like um, I don't know. He's a, public a bit of a weird though, isn't he though? Uh, in what regards? I, I would say so to some extent. He's quite <laughs> like I, I like I have like I love it when you give him the word Russell. There's um, let me see here. There is Russell Crowe, Russell Armstrong, West Westbrook, Simmons, Wilson, Peters. A lot of fa- there's a lot of famous bra- Russells out there, huh? I, I guess never Should thought I call of myself Russell. I need to change my name to Russell. <laughs> No, but, uh, you, you want yeah. a unique name if, if you want to, you know, stand out with famous people. Russell with one L. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> right. I know but, how to play the game by now. But, uh, but yeah, so yeah, yeah, I find him appealing, but uh, like I said, he waffles on a bit too much. Mm. Mm. He does a lot mm. of, um, he uses like complex and um, very advanced vocabulary as well. So it, it's hard to. Well, I don't know. Sometimes I can understand them, but I'm still like, Jesus, you don't have to like be talking at like <coughs> such a, a level like that. Because you, I don't know. I, I just wish you were spoke a bit human, more human. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like like every time I see him, I always just, I, maybe it's because I have like the stereotypical um, image of Russell Brand being an absolute just, you know, 
wreck of a human being. Because that's how he, like, when he originally came out onto the scene, everyone just pictured him as this, oh, he's this outlandish British comedian that's always drunk and shouting and very loud and very expressive and doesn't have a high intelligence. Mm-hmm. That's, the, that's the way that he represented himself. And I, I think, that's I the, think the last time I really heard the name Russell Brand is when that movie uh, Get Him to the Greek or something like that came out. Yeah, I think I watched that like last year. Yeah, you just you just watched that last year. Yeah, I didn't really enjoy it that much. It was you know vanilla comedy. <coughs> I don't I don't really like uh, uh, Russell Brand for his comedy. I don't think. Um, okay. It's mostly some of his like activism stuff and stuff he's said publicly. Um, I would say he's quite mm-hmm. a respectful. So because I don't know, it seem it's quite prevalent this kind of thing of celebrities or famous people transitioning into the online sphere and being sort of more so youtubers i feel like he's adapted well to that like i, I very much look at russell brands um, as a youtuber also i do, I do want to say that kind of stuff I, I think it's a bit of a shame because like, i have heard that kind of viewpoint of russell brands of like how he was like what you were describing him as um, yeah well that's just the, no, it's not a not that i'm personally saying that he is that it's just that that's what i, I remembered as i know i know but it's such a, a strange thing because that was like well over a decade ago and that yeah. time period <laughs> was you know i don't know how many years i was going to say a couple of years but i might be off with that but it was so long ago and so much time you, he's created a whole new identity you know it's a bit strange yeah, obviously but the thing is like if you don't keep up with someone's social life or their mm. public image you kind of just stick with that with the last thing in your head because mm. it's not like it, it, it russell brand isn't my i don't have a russell brand you know shrine in my closet or something like that no, obviously I. nor do i no 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 i have a i have a ryan reynolds shrine there's only one spot that's ryan reynolds that's that's mm. you know this andy you know this i feel like you gotta watch <laughs> out for the people that have more than one shrine like yeah, that's weird. Yeah, like, they're, they're like, up to something. Just imagine you get kidnapped by like your super fan. You're like, okay, I I know you're kidnapping me and I'm fearing for my life, but why the f is there a shrine for Russell Brand here, and I'm in the corner of the closet and he's in the middle? Am I your second choice? <laughs> like, shh, I'm not. The he's f- next. <laughs> I'm not, what was he not busy? Was he too busy for you? Like, am I, am I, I feel so dirty. I need to go shower. I, I'm not your first choice. <laughs> I would feel slightly, uh, slightly insulted at the same time. Mm. I'm a weird person like that, but we were talking about aliens again. Yes, I was going to get you back <laughs> to that. Bring you back to reality. Bring it back to aliens. So apparently this is uh, because Donald Trump and his last yonder here is, uh, said to the fbi or something i don't know like said okay you have until the first of june to declassify or release a report on all ufos sightings or uaps Mm -hmm. don't quote me on that because i don't know what the hell that means seriously i don't know what the uap UAP means i think it's like unidentified alien person (laughs) i don't know something about like objects and slowly but surely, the report has been coming out, and it's all over TikTok. It's all over TikTok. People are like, oh, we've read 230 pages of this, so you don't have to. 
And I was like, every time I hear that sentence, I'm like, I feel like you're going to mislead me. <laughs> you're using my laziness. So you, you know that I'm not going to go read that document. You know, as good as the sun will rise, I will not take the time to read a 250 document, 250 page document. So whatever you spew out in the next 30 seconds, I'm like, yeah, okay, I believe you. <laughs> so, have you like, have you seen any of the news recently about that? No, I can't imagine there is anything crazy about it, like legitimately. Like, well, apparently there is, like, yeah, but not actually though. So this is a whole thing that's been building up apparently, and according to a few ex military people and like high officials in certain countries the reveal of aliens to the world is going to happen either this year or next year mm -hmm. so like a few i think i'm i want to say last year high a high official like for like the, the the minister of aerial defense from israel Right. We're not touching on that. We're not touching on this current <laughs> topic. <laughs> Just want to say, staying away from that. Um, he was on air in an interview, and he's like, "Oh, we we already have full contact with with alien life forms. They're in. They're living among us right now, like full on like Men in Black style, and they have a they have a a base on Mars." That is underneath the planet, and that's why we're trying to get there now to show that that we can, to show them and prove to them that we're able to reach the planet by ourselves. And Donald Trump wanted to tell everybody, "Oh, the aliens are real and stuff like that," but the aliens told him, "Please don't do that because we don't think you guys are ready for this. Like they don't believe humans are ready." And they said he said that there are two main reasons. There's like one is coronavirus because they don't want to have that virus going to the uh, like outer space to other aliens, and secondly, nukes. We've used nukes on our own people, and because of that, they felt, oh, you guys, if you start using nukes after we introduce you to the intergalacticals community, maybe some other alien life is forms gonna be like, oh, they're using nukes. I want to use nukes on my own people. You still there, Andy? Yeah, I'm just making a face. <laughs> see, see, that's what I mean. Like, he goes, he goes so quiet. My listen, my brain cells are dying <laughs> listening to talking to you, you talking about that. That's just ridiculous. Uh, I don't yeah, really. What if it's true though? I don't really like the idea of it entertaining that kind of stuff because you know you're a stone throw away from uh, conspiracy theories, and that's very rampant. Hey, my ten, my ten full hat. Is always ready to go. My tinfoil is always ready to go. <laughs> no, but like, I don't think okay. there's any legitimacy in any of that stuff. Okay, so just just let's put the the conspiracy theory side of like, you know, aliens are within contact. To say that there is no extra like life another planet out there, mm -hmm. that's kind of dumb. There there has to be life. Um, I wouldn't say it's impossible. It's, I. If we're talking about size, scope, and sheer amount of planets out there, 
it's kind of nearly impossible to say that there's no intelligent life out there. Because the the the, 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 the universe is huge. Yes, I'm aware. I gave myself an existential crisis when I watched a video of a v- like a, a video on YouTube of some guy showing him like going from a one person sitting down in a picnic field and like zooming out constantly mm-hmm. showing how bigger everything smaller everything gets. Yeah, th- there's no way um that there's something about that like there's no way we can I can't remember the exact numbers, but there's basically no way um that we can escape the Milky Way. Um, within yeah, these, like sort of any time frame, even I, th- I think it's within the <coughs> time frame of the existence of the universe, we couldn't even leave um, our galaxy. I think it was even at the speed of light, something crazy like that. Yeah, we need to do. Uh, there's a thing they made in <laughs> Harry Potter. No, but <laughs> but apparently there's like some scientists that they theorized they've like they did they released a patent for like a space drive that. Instead of flying through space, it bends. It does a Futurama, where it yeah. bends space, then flies through it. Like, oh, they've, smart they've people not are going to solve. Yet, no, no, it's all on paper, and it's theoretically possible according to them. And I'm like, you know what? You're smart enough, and I'm just gonna say, do it then. Just do it and make sure that I can go to an alien planet. Like, that, yeah. Also, like, the idea with the you know, it's on paper. Um, there's a lot of things you can put on paper. Um, like, I don't know, business ideas. It doesn't yeah, mean that success. they're manifestable. <laughs> it doesn't mean they're manifestable. Um, yeah, obviously, but like, you know, there's a, diff- there's a difference between a, a cr- like a crazy guy writing down his plans for world domination in Starbucks and then like some scientist that's been studying physics and, you know, knows these things. And he's like, oh, yeah, this makes sense. And this it is plausible. They also don't. Ha- this is very complicated stuff, and they're not being able to do a lot of stuff for like. Yeah, okay, let's just put it, like I always. Every time I hear like the counter argument for people like you're saying to me right now, I always tell them like, if you went back fifty years mm-hmm. and told them that what we're doing now, like literally doing right now, having a conversation and recording it and then putting it on the internet or live streaming video games, yeah. That person will tell you that's not possible. Look at the TV. I think it's small. It's got black and white colors. I think I think they would say. I think a reasonable would say there's no way that that would happen in that time frame. But I think it's a bit ridiculous to think that they would say no. That's impossible. Well, we used to say it was impossible to put a man on the moon. But what do we do? Yeah, we put a man on the moon. Well, yeah, man. I, w- I don't think I would have thought that would be an, an impossibility. No, but th- no, 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 no. That's not fair because you have the knowledge in your head now that it's possible. Mm-hmm. So you have a little bit of a bias to it. So if you okay, but like I, I would like say, would I, I think you know we could get to you know another planet like Mars. You know we're going to do that in a couple of decades. I, like, I think same, that's plausible. Same I thing think, with I think, like I think a bunch of people going to die on Mars, but I mean. I would Same I thing with Mars. like <laughs> terraforming and creating like uh, like a base and you know other on like asteroids and maybe even other planets elsewhere. Like I think that's all sort of feasible at some point. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure like we're gonna get to the point where technology there's gonna be a leap in like that kind of that kind of technology very soon. I think. Like again, I'm I'm an idiot that sells fridges for a living. Don't quote me on any of this. <laughs> but um. 
I just feel like there's gonna be a come, like there's gonna be like a not a come. There's gonna be a big jump in the uh, technology, like the technology, and then like an evolutionary jump in it. And it's gonna be really amazing to see. I hope that I get to see it before I die. What exactly? People living on space, going no, to different be, planets. There'll be people on Mars, I reckon. And like being able to go there myself. Like I, I don't think know if, if if like if you could choose if like if I could choose the place that I want to die like I want to die on Sp- I want to die on Mars, preferably painlessly. But you know, this <laughs> 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 just wouldn't be there. It's like I made it. Okay, I can die. Give me an injection. <laughs> See what I mean? It's like it. it just, I just feel dying on Why? Earth is my, my, so when, when people talk so about this, boring. What, 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 can can I? Take a rain check, like ask me in like 40, 50 years, and I'll let you know. Because I don't really feel comfortable being like, oh yeah, yeah, I'll die on Earth or Mars. You know, definitely for sure. <laughs> I, don't, I don't quite feel comfortable deciding like that you're right You're going to be in your deathbed and you're like, oh, by the way, Andy, we, we, we listened to that podcast you had about like 50 year, 30 years ago. <laughs> no. So you know you want to no. die on Mars? So get in, that, get in that ship. Get in that ship. It's just like. <laughs> Elon Musk. Yeah, like. 2.0 drags you <laughs> into the ship. <laughs> Maybe it might be very advantageous to live on Mars for whatever reason, uh, you know, decades down the line. But right now, um, it's kind of like a bit oh, uh, of an idea. I think, like, even Elon Musk, the first people that are going to go there, they're going to they're gonna be living in hell. It's going to be hell. Mm-hmm. It's going to be hell hard to live there. It's going to be it's gonna be soul-crushing to live over there. But it's going to be an experience that you're... I think the best one, the best example of it was uh, the, the movie The Martian. Like I, I'm in love with that movie with, with the character, with the with the dialogues, with the visual representation of Mars, and like the the, the thing where like Ma- Matt Damon, his name is Matt Damon, right? Yeah, I, I always mix him with the other guy. Um, like he's like, wherever I go, <coughs> wherever I step, whatever I do, I'm the very first person to do this, and that must be. Such a wild feeling. Like, mm-hmm. he's the first person in that movie, obviously not in real life, but he would be the first person to step on this stone to see that storm in that area ever. Yeah. Like, having that experience must be amazing. So, like, yeah, so I, I was, uh, like, a year ago, I remember watching a <coughs> documentary on uh, Netflix about how um, it was to do with, like, archaeology discoveries in um, <coughs> Egypt and mm-hmm. like discovering like a, a whole new tomb and like a pharaohs and stuff like that and yeah. fairly popular documentary at the time but it was really interesting because I, I sort of realized why these people did this and it was because they wanted to discover history that was hidden away for thousands of years and they wanted to be the people that saw it for the first time yeah um, well, and have their hands touching it and stuff like that very interesting on that element, like I could see people watching a documentary and becoming interested in archaeology for uh, for that reason. Yeah, well, uh, obviously that that must be really cool, though. Yeah, I really well, liked um the the woman that her job was about uh, looking at the bones and telling the story because that that's her whole job. She would look at the the, the bones and be like, "Oh, the, this is what they were they got up to. This is how they old they were, and this is <laughs> you know their physical ailments." And she she was. I don't know. It was so interesting. She was able to humanize a person with bones. It, it was so fascinating. How much? How much of that is actual truth? 
I don't know, but she she really <clears throat> sold it and made it really interesting. And I I don't know. I believe every like, word she told. She's like, yeah, he 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 uh he liked long walks on the beach and you know ate but a bunch of porridge and yeah, you know he died. Oh yeah, how do you know he died? It's his bones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hit you with a skull. <laughs> yeah, you know, he's a dead man. Oh my god, he died at a young age. How do you know? It's bones. Yeah, they talk to me. Well, you you can um learn stuff with um people's remains, like specifically yeah, there's um there's like a lot of lot specifically of teeth. There's a lot of um stories that can be told with that because you can deduce a lot of um details of like what people eat. And that can tell you a bunch of information. Yeah, how, like know, how like, healthy they were and stuff like that. Yeah, and where where they could have been, um, like <laughs> location wise and time period. Like the, you can, si- smart people can figure this stuff out. Yeah, exactly. That smart people. Thank you for being smart because you make life a lot more easier. Like I was, I I'm scared about how much, you know, old comedy shows and murder shows told me about if you murder somebody, make sure you remove all their teeth. Because apparently it's how they identify people. I watched um, the dentist. Like, oh, excuse me, I'm I'm the professional here. I can find out who this person is and looks at the mouth. Hmm, this is Peter. The, <laughs> I didn't know the full story, but I was watching the um, the sort of fictional movie about the real life events of uh, Ted Bundy with Zac Efron in it. Like, you know that movie? That came out, I've like, not. Uh, I've not watched that. But yeah, I watched that, and I found out through that that. Um, a big part of how Ted Bundy was caught was because of uh, teeth marks. Okay, it's weird, man. It's weird. Yeah, I don't I know. Don't that know. that movie was uh, quite an interesting watch. But anything, anything to do with Ted Bundy and Zac Efron? Mm. Wait, did Zac Efron play Ted Bundy? Yeah, in that movie. Yeah. Oh, that's gonna be a weird boner. Whoa, whoa. whoa. <laughs> I don't know. I, I found it quite interesting. His character <laughs> was done in a certain way, and then it suddenly got real dark. Um, <laughs> no, really, it's a funny film well, to get dark. Well, I, I don't know. I didn't know too many details, but then it it told certain details about you know the things he did, and it's like Jesus, this guy was really <laughs> brutal to these women. I know he killed them and all that, but like it wasn't just. I don't know. It, it, I don't want to say that some of the de- the details, but it's like. I can't imagine like doing that kind of stuff. Like, it's, wait, you can do that to a body? That's insane. Yeah, there is some weird people out there, man. Like, I remember like, watching the the, the 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 like this video about. I, I didn't even know about it, but like apparently the the Texas Texas massacre mm-hmm. is based off a guy that actually did the whole uh, carving people up and taking out the the the, the skin. Well, not. Only one person. He actually killed only one person, but the rest of the bodies he got from like from like the local graveyard, and he just right. like takes the people's skin and make like covers for the for his chair. Right. Okay. So you don't you don't want um swearing in this podcast, but you want to go into detail of all this stuff. <laughs> I, it's not explicit. I'm just saying he made. I a don't chair. know. I don't know. <laughs> it was just like when I was watching. Don't do this at home, kids. Do not do this. Seriously, yeah. not even with your pets, especially not with your pets. No, especially with your pets. Like it's a pain in the ass. Like tan the human skin and then finding the right dimensions and then matching skin color to the other thing. <laughs> Shut up right now! But 
basically, like the whole thing about it, I watched it, and it was crazy. The most messed up part for me was, wasn't the fact that the guy, okay, that, that what the guy did was totally messed up, but was the uh, idolization of that person afterwards. There were people breaking into the house to steal stuff, to like take memorabilia from the house because they found it such a fascinating case. And then somehow the house got struck by lightning and burned down. Everyone's like, oh my gosh, it's a sign of God. But, you um, know, <laughs> I like, no, it was a local police officer. Like, no, I'm not, I'm not having this guy. I'm pretty sure it's like a local piece of police officer, or like a local people like, ah, we, we, we don't want these kind of people in our town. So we're just going to burn this house down and everything in it. Mm-hmm. Interesting case. I would, if anyone's over the age of 18 or has a very strong stomach, I would really recommend, um, opening two tabs. One was Jack Efron and then one with that story that I told you about, <laughs> you know, to distract yourself. If you really, really um, go crazy, Ted Bundy and Zac Efron, apparently. <laughs> It it's a uh, where is it? Oh god damn it! I'm trying to find this movie. There's mm. a movie called um, The Tower, I think. Tower, yeah, 2016. It's a documentary movie. Um, really good documentary um, about the 1966 shooting at the Texas, like on a like a like this tower uh, roundabout in uh, Texas <laughs> University, and it's about this guy who spent like 96 minutes on the top of this tower just shooting people down um that whole story is very interesting so uh, i want i want to talk about getting turning 30 because <laughs> i'm sorry i don't i don't want to cut you off there i'm just like i just realized where this is gonna go and it's like oh my god this is getting dark no no i just want to like <laughs> recommend this uh like documentary it's very interesting for this you know the kind of topic we're talking about oh yeah obviously. Um, sorry, like if we're sorry. talking about suggesting stuff like i would definitely oh, okay. recommend checking that out if, if that all this kind of stuff is interesting to you. Mm-hmm. People dying, you statistic. Uh, um, yeah. Yeah. Just, uh, so, uh, you want to talk about turning thirty? You, yeah, you okay? Go, Can you hear me? Oh my God, thirty years old, man. Um, before we go into thirty years old, remember everything we talking about is not a suggestion to go do it. We just talk about how interesting these topics are. I don't um, think you have to worry about that. You never know. Turning thirty, not recommended, by the way. <laughs> what are you suggesting now? <laughs> I suggest not turning 30. Like, when someone says you're turning 30 tomorrow, tell them you can go. Uh, and how would go. you not turn 30? Um, I don't know, man. If you find out, let me know because I want to go back. So, the, I always I always laughed it off. I was like, ha, 30 years old. Everyone's like, oh, you're going to turn 30. Life changes. I'm fine. Oh, my gosh, no. So, y- l- yesterday, we were supposed to record this podcast yesterday. I right. told Andy, hey, can you, I, I was kind of an ass because I was like, hey, can we do the podcast? And he's like, okay, when do you want to do it? Like, tonight. So I kind of like dropped that on him. So he was like, oh, oh I don't mind. I don't mind. Yeah. Um, so then I was like, okay, let's do the podcast. I came home, ate dinner, and then my body just decided to go, nope, <laughs> just nope. And I had a... I had a bad case of diarrhea. If you don't know where that meme comes from, Google it. Um, so this is not the first time this happened to me. So we figured out I might be allergic. Something's causing. I don't know if it's allergy. 
my body doesn't react good with spaghetti spaghetti bolognese. <laughs> mm-hmm. Spaghetti bolognese. Okay. This is, like the s- this is like the third time in the last few months this has happened, and it's always with spaghetti bolognese from Aldi. Right. <laughs> and I'm I've been living for thirty years. I've been eating spaghetti bolognese from various different uh, store brands and so forth. And it's and we're trying to single it out to the what is causing this with me because it's it's violent. <laughs> it's the only way I can explain it. And turning thirty, it's, it's only since I've been turning ever ever since I've been turning thirty, this has been happening more and more to me. Like my body, my uh, good example is like a few days ago. I was I just got my one of my kids out of the bath, and I wasn't carrying my kid. I wasn't holding the kid. I was just walking. And my right hip just locked up in absolute pain. And I fell on the ground. I was like, ah, I can't move. I can't move my right leg. And like for the the next day or two, my leg just, my, my hip bone, the int, like not, not the outside, not like a muscle cramp, but the joints itself was, was painful. Like it was like, it was like painful to move. And I was like, why, why? I I wasn't doing any exercise. I wasn't doing any sp- physical activity. I wasn't h- lifting up anything heavy. I didn't hit myself. My body is just failing I, at this rate. But age I turn by the time I turn forty, I'm gonna be in a wheelchair. I don't know if it'll be that drastic <laughs> of a curve, but um, definitely that this is something that a lot of people should be thinking about taking better care of themselves yeah. as they get older before it's too late where, where they're not like mobile and, and or it's not like as, as effective you know because it's it's better you know i i feel like it's important to get your fitness um mm-hmm. quite quite well in your 20s so that yeah. you get to enjoy your 20s physically because that's fun mm-hmm. um and then Fuck also when you get older <laughs> into your 30s 40s and really old um you you're still physically able and it's not hard to maintain that you know, compared to trying to get to a fitter point when you're fifty or fifty mm. plus, you know. I think I've I think the personal in my head the the cutoff time for mucking about is twenty five. If you go after twenty five, you and you're fat, or like have a bit body weight, you're screwed. Going your thirty. I don't. I, I would not be sending that message to people that you know no, no, wait, you're wait, wait, just wait. screwed if you're 25 <laughs> or older and your health is not in peak condition. Just see some guy like since a guy sitting now listening to the podcast. He's like, I'm gonna turn 25 in the next 20 minutes. He's like, Oh, he's like, No, I should put about should put down this Ben and Jerry's. Like, oh, it's so good. <laughs> no, I, I think there's there's always time for you to turn back the wheel, but um, with e- each incremental year, especially when you're on the higher end curve, like I, I don't know, forty plus, I, w- I would say roughly speaking, if it gets anything more impactful like with each year. Yeah, if you're anything like me, a person that has almost no time for, you know, exercise, you know, nothing. Get in when you can before you get twenty five. I want you to lose all the weight you feel like you're going to be comfortable with because I think after that. You're just like, I'm 30. I'm going to... Because it's a joke. Like, oh, okay, when you turn 30 years old, you got the dad bob, the the, the belly, right? Mm-hmm. The thing is, if you've had this before you turn 30, it's not, a, it's not a joke anymore. It's reality. 
<laughs> it's there, and it's hard to get rid of. And yet everyone's like, oh, and then you walk down the street, and you see all these youngins, you know, without their T-shirts on, and they're like, oh, I'm going to have a six-pack. Whoa, give me muscles, man. And you're like, I, I want that. I want that. You'll work for it. And then, it's, then you realize, and then you ask the person, like, how did you get that? It's like, I did some exercise. I went to the gym four times a week. You're like, ah, what? Can I just do like 20 minutes of push-ups and then that's it? Like, Then you start doing stuff like you start buying those telemarketing things. <laughs> so I never told you this. I bought one of those pads from Ronaldinho, Ronaldinho the footballer. You stick it in your tummy and it zaps it with like electricity and it's supposed All to right. like shock your ab away, your, your fat away. It doesn't mm. work. All it does is just jingle your balls for like 30 minutes and that's it. Yeah, shocker. Yeah, it's a little shocker. And it cost me... Um, should I say the price? Because I feel like if I said the price, I feel like I'm going to make myself feel dumb. Mm. I think it was right about $300. Okay. <laughs> Return policy? Count <laughs> <laughs> out. I bought it in Japan. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I, I, I sit back and I think to myself, I could have bought so many things for the stream... <laughs> for like a new microphone with that, but no, I was like, "This is this is gonna be the thing that's gonna make me lose weight," and I think that's what many people do the mistakes. Kay. Like they they they, they Can go. Can I like just say something? Yeah, go ahead, because you're probably the most expert on this. You're like the person that lost them. I I, I lifted weights this morning. Just want to say that. Just put okay. That okay. I I I have two pairs of sets of weights in my office, and um, I only take them out for memes on stream. That's about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, so yeah, like, there's another thing I really want to talk about, like, turning 30 years old, uh, there's this little evolution I've experienced in, I don't know what, I was very curious, because I think you're under 32, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yes. So you're, you're not 30 yet, so you've come from a different generation than I have, and now I want to see how this compares to my experience, so... There's been this generate like this evolution when it comes to my main platform of entertainment, the place that I currently always consume most of my entertainment, like where I spend most of my time on. For me, it started with, um, I think if I remember correctly, it was Nine Gag. Don't, don't shame me if you know that. It went from Nine Gag. It went to Facebook. <sighs> <laughs> and then Facebook to YouTube. And I was on YouTube for a very long time. I used to consume a lot of videos there, watch a lot of videos there. And then it went to Reddit. And then from Reddit, it went to Twitch. And Twitch, it went back to YouTube. And then I ended up on TikTok. Now, all these platforms before... Except for Nine Gag and Reddit. Reddit not so much, but like the majority of the content was always long format con consu- consumption. Like I watch one mm-hmm. video that's maybe 20, 30 minutes and I'm like, oh, I'm really entertained by this. Now I spend a insanely a lot amount of my time on TikTok. Mm-hmm. And, and I know a lot of people in my community don't like TikTok. There's a lot of hate for it, but I think there's such a there's a lot of hidden gems on it. I found really good content on there, really fun things. <laughs> the problem with this thing is now, 
I'm so used to watching 30 seconds of 60 seconds of videos and then jumping to the next entertainment and next and next and next like constant flow of entertainment that when I go over to YouTube I can't watch a longer video I feel like mm-hmm. my attention span has shrunk and yes, like if a video this is what I've been saying like it's cognitively TikTok is not good for your brain it really isn't and this is this is has bled into other elements of mine too so I think TikTok and games have something also similar games like Apex Legends Warzone and Valorant have the same effect on me mm-hmm. because they're short form quick entertainment they snap you like especially the games like Warzone it's a quick 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 match die get back in going back go back up like you're so quickly getting to the next match it's like it's keeping your attention so I've been streaming less I stream only three days a week now Friday Saturday Sunday from 8.30pm to 12pm uh, UK standard time so quick plug over there <laughs> so I have a lot more free time to rest up and you know finish projects like this podcast now and I thought you know what I'm gonna play a game I'm gonna play a game I'm gonna play a single player game I always wanted to play for a very long time I want to play it now I chose Prey I loaded up the game and after five minutes I had my phone in my hand and I was checking TikTok I can't play single player games anymore because mm-hmm. they don't hold my attention anymore. If a game doesn't instantly grab my attention, I can't play it. Has this has this happened to you? No, because I don't <laughs> use TikTok, and I have been very much against it. Like uh, you sent me, you know, a video earlier today, which I thought was very inappropriate because <laughs> I'm very anti TikTok, and I don't want to corrupt my mind and that, that's very much how i see this i don't think tiktok is an appropriate platform to i don't know it can enjoy content or especially to educate yourself it's really bad because it trains you to be very um short attention spans with it mm-hmm. um, i would even say it teaches you how to not really think critically because this content is so short you know, you're, you're watching something and then you just quickly assume, yeah, that's right. And then you move on to the next thing when you don't really have time to look into it into a great depth of detail well, compared to other content online. Have you spent time on TikTok before? I don't think it would be a good thing. Well, the thing is, that's why I, re- so I originally came to TikTok because I thought, oh, it's a great place to, to promote my Twitch channel because it is. That's what everyone was saying. So I went there. And the beginning, my For You page, and if you've never been on TikTok, For You page is basically your front page. And it is one of the most scariest things I've ever experienced because after one week, that thing is so fine-tuned to your tastes and what you like. It's so weird. Like, I, I go on there, it's... Games, TikTok, anime, girls with bigger boobs, <laughs> and like Star Wars, and it's everything I like. Everything that I personally would agree with, I find like entertaining. It helps holds me, and I found literally very, very intelligent people on there that have spoken on a plethora of social topics 
in a short format and then always link out if you want to hear more about this go check out my youtube and i went to the youtube and these people talk about social just social situ situations or historical events or many different things in such a smart way i was like holy crap you would okay. never expect that from a dancing so app so I, w I would say it's probably best that you get that content from the original source where it's unedited and it's in long format yeah but the, the thing is like the, 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 properly appropriately laid out yeah but that's the thing it's like it's a good way to grab your attention with something with a topic and then the person generally says oh i have a youtube channel if you want to get the long format and you go there and you're like oh wow this person's like well informed like wow this is really good this is this is good like i learned so much about like um venus <laughs> No, Jupiter, sorry. Mm -hmm. <coughs> its core is fluffy. Right. Because apparently it was smashed into another planet before it became a gas planet. A gas giant, so. I did not know that. It's really interesting. I was like, wow. <laughs> I don't understand any of this, but it sounds really cool. <laughs> but, like, I feel like TikTok has had a negative effect on me. Yeah, I agree. Like, when it comes to, like, consumption of tech... Of like content and also games like warzone so what i've been doing the last few days is sounds very weird but i've been forcing myself to play like long games mm. like i'm forcing myself to play red dead redemption 2 it feels like i enjoy myself but i know i have to get over that stepping stone that blockade to break free yeah i want to be free <laughs> you know who I'm quoting there, though, right? It, uh, what, what are you quoting? You don't know who I was quoting there? No. I want to be free. I don't know that. I want to. Oh my god, Freddie Mercury. Okay. <laughs> I'm not, not uh, much of a fan of Freddie Mercury. I, I'm not too much consumed for that. Yeah, I know where oh <laughs> Freddie Mercury and is. Again, I, I make myself he, feel so old. Speaking, he's in Queen. Talk yeah. about old. I made myself feel so old on the stream because mm -hmm. I was like, oh, this reminds me of like Ray William Johnson. And he was like, who? Oh, God. Equals three? What? Oh, God. My heart. <laughs> I'm so old. Yeah, that, that'll probably get a lot worse because there, there's so much YouTube history and mm. culture that's just totally, we'll be totally lost to time. Um, like, I don't know, there was a whole era there, and yeah, I don't know, it'd be, it'd be strange to think that there will be stuff now that people don't know about 10 years from now, like, there'll be a whole new generation that are like, um, who, who's relevant right now, and probably might not be relevant in 10 years, I don't know. Me? Uh, don't want to <laughs> don't want to say a particular name, but like, you understand what I'm saying, like, yeah, obviously, I th really that could be <clears throat> really strange to think about, like, I don't know, I don't know how long PewDiePie is going to be doing his thing, but like, there might be a time where he's like, see ya, and then 10 years, years after that, people are going to be like, who's PewDiePie? Right, right, really, it's, it's going to be weird, but I think most content creators know that there's, there is a, there's a date on their head with like, I'm out. Like, I don't picture Tim the Tapman playing Call of Duty in his 60s. Do you know who Tim the yeah, Tapman is? Yeah, yeah, I do. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what a lot of these people um, transition to into. I hope a lot of these people are making um, good 
uh, financial decisions. I don't think so. <laughs> historically in the past, um, like, I don't know. I, like I said, you know, YouTube's been about for a while and some people's era has ended mm -hmm. after, you know, five, ten years. And I know of YouTubers online who have not made good decisions and it's led them down a very dark path or they've just not, you know, they don't have any money now from the earnings that they made. Um, uh, but bought. there are some people that are, you know, doing proper businesses and are prospering. Yeah, they should have uh, bought Dogecoin. Dodge, Dodge, Dodge that's not exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> There's all sorts of other things you can get into. Um, Diamond hands about to the moon. A little bit. A little bit about what we were saying earlier, like, I, I do think there's a difference between, like, with the, the algorithm and stuff like that with uh, TikTok. I think there's a difference between um, what they, because their algorithm's built in a way where they, they're trying to recommend you things that they think that you want. And there's a difference between that and what you think you need. So there's, like, like a quadrant diagram yeah, but it's thinking there the about thing what is you that there, there's you and then there's them what, what you think is best and then there's your wants and your needs so there's four quadrants there yeah but if i compare it to other social platforms that are mm -hmm. supposed to be curating the content to my liking like youtube what i'm saying the is ball. they shouldn't like they they should they, what i'm saying is they shouldn't be upheld for being a proponent of being basically an addict machine of course not and then but that's like, what I'm a lot just, of these I'm like, platforms I'm, are made i was, I was just i was saying like i was just amazed by it. like if you click on youtube one how it's made video you are screwed for life because every single recommendation will be like do you want to watch another how to make video do you want to watch another what, how, what, how you, it's what made? you're saying is you you equivalently what you're saying is you like how pure tiktok's cocaine is yeah it <laughs> compared is to pure, other social media pure heroin level of addiction yeah, you shouldn't be upholding that. That's not a good thing. <laughs> but it's like, for me, it's like, oh, I'm entertained. Like, uh, if I'm on the shitter and YouTube's like, I want to watch, like, another video of how a pencil is made. Like, no, YouTube, I watched that video 10 years ago. I don't need to see that again. But I go to TikTok and TikTok's like, here's an anime girl and here's a, a super cool obscure fact about star wars and then i have big <clears throat> and then this one guy makes videos about like uh the human er uh origins and it's like super informative and like whoa this has been one entertaining and informative shit <laughs> you know what i mean it's it's I just, weird i just want to let everybody know that i'm glad that they're uh listening to a podcast <laughs> and i think they should listen to more podcast content maybe this if we turn it into a weekly series yeah absolutely. but uh, in general you know consume your life with long-form content it doesn't even have to be podcasts um i listen to plenty of long-form content that's like very well made but it's not <laughs> in talk tiktok form um <laughs> i think i think it's good for you I think TikTok is experimenting with long format videos now. So, like, some creators are able to upload three-minute videos. So, mm -hmm. many people are trying to do that, but they're trying to make it more of a special thing. And then you can see YouTube right. is also trying to do with YouTube shorts, but YouTube falls flat with their algorithm, with the recommendation stuff. Like, no one can copy what TikTok does. They can't get that. The TikTok is Heisenberg. Like it, it really, it really worries me. I think it's damaging young people. It is, it um, is, absolutely. especially, especially when you have this content where people can just put up really short stuff, 
giving young people advice and this has happened i've seen it mm-hmm. um like it's come, it's came my way where people have been like this is on tiktok you know a lot of young people are watching it and it is very horrible advice <laughs> to be giving to young people they should not be <clears throat> I, I hope there's no young people taking on probably is young people taking getting horrible advice from these platforms so then, and content so, so, so then why don't you make a tiktok account and then give that's them the not right. the answer that is the Dude, answer that is not the answer that is the answer you cannot be no. like okay if there's a room full of people that are sick and lost the answer and, is no, not andy, for me wait, to make my wait, own cocaine andy, andy wait if you're a doctor and the patients are in the hospital and you're standing in the car park saying why are you in the hospital i'm here and it was like we're sick and need of help inside the hospital and you're like no because I find it's really bad to go into that place because I can get sick. <laughs> you know, like, the thing is, the thing <laughs> is, TikTok is not TikTok is not a hospital; it's a drug den. <laughs> and I, I am going quite strong on this drug metaphor because it is a it is whole, a um, it is a dopamine. It's just chemi- pure dopamine. Yes. It's pure dopamine. Like I get entertained from it. I have enjoyment. But you know what? I'm a 30 year old man that has issues with his asshole. <laughs> it's just like and back and body pain and shoulder pain, and you know what? If I want to, if I want to enjoy something for thirty seconds, because I don't have a lot of time. Like I used to have a lot of time to sit down and watch a thirty-minute. You definitely have a lot of time. I don't have a lot of time. That, that that's the other thing. Um, TikTok is a profound time suck. Social media in general. Oh yeah. Uh, a lot of the stuff you get up to online is a huge time suck. A lot of people um, say that they don't have time to read a book. They do. They do. The truth is they're spending, you know, well over 10 plus hours a week on social media. Well, I would love to say that that's what's my situation, but I don't have that fucking, I really don't have that time to, to read a book. Like that's why I was, I was able to do the book thing. Not because I didn't have, I was spending too much time on other platforms. I was, I just didn't have. Why don't, why don't you read a book when you're on the toilet? Because I did that last time and I got into trouble with my wife. Okay. I got told off for reading a book <laughs> on the toilet because she's like, if you start reading books on the toilet, you're going to be there even longer. I was like, okay. So no. And then when I sat down at my front of my TV to watch, like everyone's watching the TV. I'm like, I'm going to read the book here. And then both my kids were like, what is that? <laughs> what is that thing in your hand? And why is it not in my hand? I, I, I want to have that. Give it to me, dad. I'm like, no, it's not, I'm, I'm trying to read this book. And then it's gone. I'm like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So now, um, I've given up. <laughs> so right. and it's and I, I thought about like listening to audio podcasts, audio books about it. I was like, no, it's not the same. You know, you don't feel as well informed and edumacated if you read a book. So um, I'm gonna have we're gonna have to cut this off now because we reached the one hour mark. That's generally when podcasts go to an end, and uh, um, I think we we've ended this on a high note. We've we've gone through a little bit of venture together here, and if, uh, if you enjoyed this so much, then please do stick around. Are you gonna Are you gonna put this on TikTok? <laughs> well, Cut's I c- parts. I could do that. I could put the highlights on TikTok. Oh God, don't don't. I'm, gonna, I'm not okay I'm with gonna, that I'm either. Gonna, I'm gonna soul cut your voice into different parts where it sounds like you say TikTok is the best thing ever. And you don't, you will never know about that because you're in the car park, and everyone's here in the hospital shooting up heroin. <laughs> right. <laughs> but um, yeah. If you guys enjoyed the podcast, go check us over on our socials, which you can find in the description below. 
I stream every, uh, like I said, I stream every Friday, Saturday, Sunday from 8.30 p.m. to midnight, uh, BTS, that's uh, British Standard Time. Uh, I also have a YouTube channel, which is same as my name, Rapskillian, so it's youtube.com forward slash Rapskillian. Follow me on my Twitter account, which is twitter.com forward slash Rapskillian. Um, Andy, do you have any socials you want to plug? Not really. Um, they'll just be in the description. Uh, I will have a YouTube channel that I'll be actively posting on uh, in like a month, you know, late June probably. And yep. uh, we'll be talking about that sort of content when the time's more appropriate. Absolutely. But uh, right now, um, this is as much as you get. Yeah. And obviously, if you really enjoyed this and you want to support us and we'll get early access and behind the scenes from these podcasts and future projects which are coming up, Go check out my Patreon, which is patreon.com forward slash if you want to support us over there. And if you're looking for a gaming PC and you're living in the UK and a little Europe, uh, you can go check out my sponsor called fishpc.co.uk. If you use my code RAP5SE, you get to save yourself 5% off by your purchase. So that's rap S RAP5, R-A-P-5-S-E. You get yourself 5% off your purchase at checkout. This is a limited time of code a limited time code anyway so please 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 go check it out and uh thank you for listening love you with a bit of pie and i'll catch you guys and girls next time andy say goodbye goodbye i feel like i force you to say bye every time <laughs> i know you do you do i feel like you know there's a gun pressed up against my head and not like in a nice way come on now like really digging into my temple you know you're trying to like you're trying to fire the gun itself into my head. Never mind the bullet. Okay. Anyway, bye-bye, guys. <laughs>